0: Welcome to Let's Talk Law at Athel V in Jersey. Today we are talking about the importance of culture, diversity and inclusion with James Godin, managing partner of the Jersey office. Hi James. Hi Hannah. Also joining me in the studio, Carney Delaware, who is an associate. Hi there, Carney. Hi Hannah. And joining us remotely from where she works in Spain is Senior Associate Joanna Murphy. Hello, Joe. Good morning, everyone. Really looking forward to this conversation today with all of you. But James, if I could come to you first, and can you really tell us the genesis of you wanting to ensure that you have a diverse culture here at Appleby?
1: I think your belief system is really a product of your early environment. And I'm pleased to say I had a real matriarchy in my early life. So some, some very strong female characters, um, which influenced my attitudes towards certainly gender equality. I think also pretty libertarian upbringing as well, so encouraged to see and experience things, see different cultures. But then also I was, was very fortunate to be able to travel all over the place and also to work in a number of, of different environments that were extremely culturally diverse. So I think that set the tone for me in how I viewed life and how I wanted to experience, this and experience things and really inclusion more generally.
0: But then how did culture look for you then in in organisations that you worked? Was that quite different?
1: It was different. Let me preface what I'm about to say by saying I'm not a huge fan of rejigging the past through a different lens or expunging the sins of the past. I think we need to look back at at the way things were and learn from them. But to your point, you know, I started my career as a a barrister in London and then moved into investment banking and neither of those, unsurprisingly, were were a paragon of inclusion, diversity or, or equality. And so... It was a difficult environment for me in the sense that I was a junior member of of the team at that time. And although I witnessed behaviours that I felt quite strongly were inconsistent with my beliefs, I didn't really feel like I had a a platform to challenge them. And I think that was what really ignited my desire to make sure that if I was in a a leadership role or a more senior role, I would not allow those behaviours to exist again. So that kind of set the tone for my professional journey with diversity and inclusion.
0: And then wanting to see and drive that change as you were moving through.
1: One hundred percent, and to make sure that those behaviours, those poor behaviours that I'd witnessed earlier in my career, were not going to be part of my of my future, or certainly any business that I was um, in a leadership role of.
0: It'd be really good to pick up with Carney and Joe on this. And and Carney, you finished your degree in twenty eighteen, so you're relatively new in in your career. But even during that time, have you experienced differences in in culture?
2: Yeah, I have. You know, I think. There's a difference with how when you begin your career, when you're starting out as a trainee attorney, the two years that you have to do in South Africa, we call it articles. And then moving into your position as associate and then now being at Applebee, there's definitely differences in how you're treated and how you perceive it in the industry. But with an Applebee, it's been really dynamic environment that's allowed me to really have a voice in a way I think I couldn't when I was still a baby junior. And that's what you're called um, when you're doing your training contracts. I have more of a voice now and more able to express myself in a more confident way, just as far as work is concerned, because you're more confident in the things that you're saying, but also the culture within the firm allows me to be able to do that. So it's really an empowering place to be.
0: Jo, if I could also just come to you on this point as well, whilst we're getting into this, is in your experience as well in your career, have you seen differences in culture?
3: Of course, every law firm has such different teams within them. And you can definitely tell with Appleby that it's really at the forefront of the office environment. There's a really dynamic team and people listen to each other, respect each other. And I think that creates like a really warm, open environment where people can talk to each other, learn from each other. And I'm very impressed. I've only been with Applebee's six months and I have been bothering everyone to try and get up to speed. And I've only been met with a friendly approach, which is great.
0: Thanks, Joe. Without bashing everyone, James, would you say that law firms have really traditionally then been behind the curve in terms of diversity?
1: we're a professional services environment and there is definitely a a, or there certainly was for me a professional persona that was encouraged and I think the issue with that professional persona is that it often morphs into a a professional facade where we're not really being authentic we're not being true to ourselves and whenever that's that's the situation that's a barrier to to inclusion that's quite a key issue I think law firms are quite hierarchical they can be two-speed societies one of the things I've worked really really hard to do in Applebee is recognize the contribution that everyone makes to our service delivery. But certainly when I started, there were the lawyers and there was, was everyone else. Um, and again, I think that 's a barrier to being authentic being your true self. I think we also have and still do to a degree, and it is important we are a business, but very, very heavily focused on financial metrics rather than on well being and culture and you know the two have got to sit together. we need financial metrics, but I think you 've got to put culture first
0: James, can I pick up on that point that you make about being authentic? I can imagine though that that maybe was a challenge for you because having lived having a facade and then you're like well i need i want to set this tone so how did that work for you
1: it all sounded uh, sounded great setting culture and encouraging people to be authentic but then i realized i was going to ha- have to do that myself and of course there were challenges with unpicking a 25 year old professional facade and, and you know i struggle with that and i think you know it's not something that you fix Uh, overnight. It's something you keep working at at every day. And I do. But yes, in answer to your question, it it was challenging.
0: How have you set the culture? What does this look like in practice?
1: So to the the point I just made, I think that there's a big, big leadership piece there, making sure I'm trying to be authentic all the time and and setting the the tone for the top to to use um, that phrase. I think the wider piece was around a much more holistic approach to our colleagues. So not looking, as I said, at financial metrics so much, but trying to think about what do they need in their familial environments, their personal environments to help them be authentic at work and to to function on a sort of higher plane. I think we tried to put emotional and physical well-being before financial metrics. I mean, I think that came quite naturally in a strange way as part of the pandemic where we really wanted to, to, to lean in. I think I've always tried to flatten the structure. So I've never been big on hierarchy. I talked a little bit at the start about to speed societies, that's not really how how I wanted our business to function. We want everyone to recognize the importance of the contribution that they make. I suppose it's important to say that you build this good culture, this strong culture of authenticity and trust um, and you empower people. And and that's really where we want to get to. But but then there is a a flip side to that, which which is people need to be accountable. So, you know, we know our teams know what's expected of them. They're trusted to do it and they do the job in the, the way they want to do it. So I think those are the sort of key constituent parts.
2: How has this been your experience within Applebee, Connie? So, I mean, the trust thing resonates fully with what James said. We have a really good working from home policy. We can work from home three days a week. And that really speaks to, you know, you're accountable for the work that you do when you're not at The office you know joe she'll come in and speak in a minute but she she works from spain as well and that speaks to you know how much the trust that the firm's put in her to still meet her deliverables her budgets but also fulfill whatever personal needs that she might have that need her to be in spain so i think that really resonates with what james has said and the flat there's no hierarchy the flat structure you know i came in from different jurisdiction moved here from south africa And had to come into Jersey and learn, but I'd never at any point felt like anyone else was above me at a level that I couldn't reach. Um, James is a managing partner at the office. You know, I've had conversations with him in the kitchen. We joke around a lot. So it's very... It is really a flat structure and, you know, and I'm I'm quite an eccentric person. I dress bright colours, you know, lipstick and all that. And I'm able to do that in a law firm. You know, when I post my outfits online, people are like, are you really a lawyer? I'm like, yeah, I work in a really good environment. So I'm empowered to be, you know, be myself, have pink eyeshadow if I want to, because that doesn't take away from my ability to do my job. And that's recognising the environment I'm in. And I think that's really important. And I think that's something that might be missing from corporate culture, but it's, it's definitely felt here at Be You know, I'm empowered to speak my mind. I'm a very opinionated person. And, I'm you know, I'm that person to be like, I don't think that's right. And this is why I think that. And we should maybe talk about that. Um, even to James, who's the managing partner, I think I've done that to him before. So definitely resonates with me.
0: And as I'm hearing that, I think a confidence then comes yeah. with that. You can really step into what you need to do
2: rather than feeling like actually I need to step back. Absolutely. And I think it makes a difference, you know, from the work front and the work perspective. Um, I think when you're quite senior, you know, you know, you when you've seen like the work material that comes across your desk, you know, you've an SPA is an SPA sometimes. But when you're coming in as a junior looking at things for the first time you might spot something that somebody else doesn't see and you need the confidence to say, actually, have any, has anybody looked at page, you know, 46, I think there might be a mistake there. And those things don't happen if you don't feel confident enough to speak up. If you feel like, oh my gosh, that's my boss, that's my senior associate. I can't say anything. So I think it, it really helps as well on the work front. So things aren't missed and people aren't afraid to say, you know, within reason to say what's on their mind and to speak and to be themselves.
0: Yeah, it's really good. And Joe, if we can just pick up on flexibility. I mean, you're working for V and Jersey, uh, for Jersey and BVI from Spain. Testament to that flexibility. So, what has this meant for you?
3: Yeah, I think I definitely get gold stars for flexibility from Apple I'm so grateful um, to have the opportunity to be working for them from Spain. My husband is from here, and if Applebee hadn't been able to accommodate us, I'm not sure what life would look like right now. So I definitely can vouch for feeling trusted and so impressed with how supportive Applebee have been with making this work.
0: And how does it work for you in practice being so far away? I mean, I know it's not so far away, you're in Europe, but still you're not connected into the office like others are.
3: Well, I think we all know the pros and cons of working remotely from COVID. But I think for me, the, from a social side, it's definitely hard. Um, the Appleby office is very sociable and I am 100% missing out. But from an overall perspective, I am speaking with different members of the team every day. It's really easy to a conversation and feel like you're getting to know people. And it isn't far away, like there's direct flights. So I was with the team when i started to get to know everyone and the plan is for me to be popping back every so often so that i can keep those relationships going james
0: the pandemic really did bring significant change and really enabled people to have this flexibility do you see that as as a good thing
1: i mean i'm always a, a bit hesitant about trying to put a, a positive gloss on a, on a global pandemic but to be blunt it did profoundly uh, impact our working conditions and and you know, accelerated the pace of change um, within the business, and it really broke down the professional facade, I suppose, by design. So there were people who I had never seen outside of a professional environment, and suddenly I'm chatting to them from their bedroom with some kids or some pets around, and I think that did profoundly alter the, the way we viewed culture. I think looking at the law firm piece, that. that sort of terrible culture of presenteeism was abandoned but again by, by design we were suddenly all working from home and I think people realised that you could do your job um, to the highest possible standard um, from distance and you know that that's influenced the situations that we have with Joe and others in the, in the business. If you view it as the, as the fourth industrial revolution, the move to digitization, I, I think it has accelerated a lot of positive change and, and a lot of cultural benefits.
0: And with the culture, Joe, are you feeling part of the organisation and and really feeling that culture being so far away from your colleagues?
3: I think I have made great friends in a really short period of time and I definitely do feel part of the Apple team and enjoying it. And just to add, I think um, this culture that we're all working towards, I really do think it's important. And I think they are ahead of the tide because... People aren't happy. They won't stick around. They'll burn out and they'll leave. And this team is happy and people can communicate. And with communication, you're going to get better quality work. And yeah, I think it's a really smart play.
0: Flexibility, the importance of that, something that Joe just talked about as well was communication and voice. Voice is being heard, you've mentioned it already, but but how does that make an impact on you and what does that look
2: like on a a day-to-day basis? So the firm's been really great at creating various um, committees that we as employees can be a part of. So we have a social committee that we can be a part of and we plan the various social things that happen, but one that's really close to my heart to charity Um, that we support various charities within the island another one that I'm really really big on is the DIB committee the diversity inclusion and belonging committee of which I'm a part of and what we're doing there is sort of planning out the what the policy will look like for the firm the DIB policy for the firm so a lot of work has gone into that and it's continuously going into that and so that's where I feel like my voice is most heard but a big part of that is making sure that Everybody else's voice is heard. So what I've been doing is speaking to various people within the firm, asking them, you know, what what have what barriers do you experience to you getting a promotion, or barriers are impacting your work, or things like that. So that's ensure that everybody is heard. Within this policy that we're working so tirelessly to draft,
0: it's clear there's so much going on. Yeah. I mean, everyone here always seems to be doing something and and raising funds or awareness for for various charities and and doing great work. And James, something that's come up in conversations that I've had with people is really the importance of the right fit. Of you employ people, you don't necessarily go out for a role. Of course, you will have roles that you'll want to fill. So, can you just explain a bit more about that and why you think that Applebee is a great place to work?
1: So I guess talking about my my own experiences I mean the profession that that I entered 30 years ago nearly now it was very very rigid so so you had certain roles that were done by certain people and I think particularly as a lawyer you were kind of expected to be all things to all men rather than to focus in on the things um, that interested you or the things that you you were good at and so obviously there are boxes that need to be ticked in any organization but I I found the best way of sort of circumventing that rigidity was to, to really not focus in so much on job descriptions but just to hire good people and get them doing what they wanted to, to be doing and, and actually we, we found that in doing that we were able to cover all the bases but cover the bases with people doing what they were energized by rather than what we were, we're telling them that they had to do touching on the, the second point which is why i decided to join i'd love to just be saying that you know i've been responsible for for changing the culture of the business but but actually to be fair it was pretty strong when i started appleby always was, was a good place to work strong culture good collegiality and, and of course you know, the best clients i mean one of the key things it is about culture, and I've we've talked a lot about that today. Appleby has one of the most enviable client lists globally um, of any law firm, and that that also is a, is a key part. You know, we set the culture here, but we want to work with with clients who are culturally similar to us, uh, and we're so fortunate that we're able to do that here.
0: And Joe, you've been here six months, but you're clearly enjoying your work. And why would you say that Appleby is a great place to be?
3: I think um, with starting in any new job it's always a gamble you never really know what the environment's going to be like until you're in but I've only been impressed with Appleby from the first day I think James was out of the office and gave me a call just to welcome me I'm not really sure how many managing partners give every new staff member a call but it was very appreciated and you did set the tone I'm really enjoying how things are going and looking forward to what's ahead Kani, final word from you.
2: Why do you love being part of this firm? The culture, I think. Like I mentioned earlier, I think like we've all been talking about the culture is a really big thing for me. And I'm in a space where I'm heard, I'm seen and I'm empowered to be myself, which is a really big thing for me. And when you feel good, you do good. And it resonates with everything that you do. It shows in your work. It shows with how people interact with you, how you come across to other people. So I think on the whole, you're in a law firm, but you don't feel like you're in a law firm. And I think that's only something that somebody who's worked in a law firm will understand. (laughs) But it really is like that. And that's something that I think on the whole, the firm is moving in a really positive direction. And I'm optimistic about the future. That's great. Thank you so
0: much, James, Carney and Joe. It's been so good talking to you today. And thank you for listening as well. And join us again for Let's Talk Law at Appleby in Jersey next time.